This is the Physical Activity Researcher Podcast, a podcast for researchers of sedentary behavior, physical activity, and sports. Join for a relaxed dialogue about research design, practicalities, and, well, anything related to research. Learn from your fellow researchers useful and relevant information that does not fit into formal content and limited space of scientific publications. And here is your host, researcher and entrepreneur, Ollie Tikkanen. So in this episode, I will bring some interesting news related to sleep measurement technology. And in this episode, I'm not wearing as much my podcast host hat, but I'm more with the Fibion founder and CEO hat. So I will be bringing news related to Fibion products for sleep researchers. So we have three new interesting products in in relation to sleep research and one is wristworn sleep actigraphy and one is fibion circadian which is backworn uh, accelerometer uh, able to detect sleep wake and activity patterns and then the third one is bed sensor based on palistocardiography which can then measure accurately heart rate and and breathing and from that information actually get good information valid information related to different sleep stages so i will be giving a quick overview of these three new new products i will start with the sleep actigraphy then go to fibian circadian and then talk about the new bed sensor which is in collaboration with a company called mfit so if we start with sleep actigraphy there's quite a bit of algorithms developed for wrist-worn actigraphs and it's it's an easy way of measuring sleep and as our arm is is quite the small mass compared, for example, to our leg and compared to our torso. It's a, it's a good place to measure sleep as we are easily moving our arms when we are in less less deep sleep. And also, also that when we are in deep sleep, basically our muscles are paralyzed and there will be no movement at all. So, so with sleep actigraphy, it is quite easy to measure measure some variables related to sleep it's not as accurate as polysomnography or the bed sensor based on on ballistocardiography but it's a, it's a good good way and widely used way and what new we are bringing into this that is that we are using as the base our fibion sense uh, cloud-based device and our cloud so it makes it just much more easier to collect data as our device can measure 22 weeks you can control control it remotely so basically you could for example <clears throat> design a research protocol which lasts for example one year you just give the device one to the participant and for example you could measure one week every month and and then you would be only using 12 weeks of the measurement capacity so basically you could actually create even a protocol where you are measuring one week every month for two years and there's not many studies doing that and if we think for example sleep disorders or we want to really get information of person's sleep probably it is different 
between different seasons uh, the light ambient light is is changing quite a bit and this affects uh, the melatonin secretion and other things people are differently stressed during during work during vacation so with this kind of longitudinal setup you could you'd actually study many many interesting things so it makes sleep actigraphy just much more easier especially in longitudinal settings and and yeah with the with the cloud there's there's many advantages the data is is streamed automatically to cloud it's encrypted data it's gdpr compliant and and any researcher in the research team can access the data already when the day the device is still with the participants so for example if you would be measuring one or two years from the first data point you can start analyzing you could already publish some preliminary results in conferences or even papers and you wouldn't need to do the logistic with the device and and just the person is is having the device so i think we can we can bring good new things for sleep actigraphy which makes makes getting good data easier and less hassle and it aligns very well with our our mission to help help researchers make make better research then if i move to our second new product it's called Phibian circadian so this is also based on Phibian sense device and and cloud and in this one the device is attached to the middle of the back and quite often people ask that but if it's on the back doesn't it feel bad when you when you're sleeping on your back but the device is just 4.5 millimeters thick uh, or thin and and there hasn't been any problems you don't really feel it and if there would be problem you could actually attach it a little bit little bit lower on the on the curve of the back so then it wouldn't even with many many persons it wouldn't even touch touch too much but yeah that hasn't been problem and why the device is worn on the back is because then we can actually differentiate between laying down sitting laying down and sitting and then standing and and moving and this is basically important for circadian cycle because then we can know when the person is actually laying down in the bed or sitting for example during the night and and this was developed for for need in clinical clinical field so basically we developed this for the home care of dementia patients fit very well also for uh, for example psychiatric wards uh, the nurses are are working usually eight hour shifts in many countries and one nurse only sees that eight hour period and patients might be for example awake in the night and then they are sleeping in the day or something like this and nobody actually has a full picture of how they are so with this solution we actually get get an objective picture easily of the sleep wake activity patterns and and this is also important for dementia home care because the the patients or the persons uh, probably don't remember or cannot provide very good information how they are how they are sleeping what is what the other sleep wake uh, rhythms so this can be used to improve care both in home home settings and in clinical settings so very easy way of getting objective data 
which can then be used to improve care, uh, optimize medication. And for example, if you are trying to improve someone's sleep with sleep problems, you can actually then get, get objective data easily. So the Fibian Circadian, it's available. You can, you can find more information on it from the website circadian.fibian.com. And yeah, if you if you have any questions related to it, feel free to drop me a message in any any of the channels. And yeah, it's been it's been used in the in the home care setting quite a bit, and it it works very well. So I think it would provide a lot of benefits in many clinical cases, but also also in research. And then if we move to our third new sleep related technology it is our Fibian Enfit bed sensor and this bed sensor is based on palistocardiography it's abbreviated as PCG and basically it is measuring ballistic forces generated by the heart so when the heart is is pumping blood generating force and our body is moving in relation to those forces and and this is not a new technique this is actually from year 1939 when dr isaac star uh, uh, noticed this phenomenon and then developed the first prototype device to measure it and and basically if we go a little bit deeper how it works so so basically the downward movement of the blood through the descending arta produces an upward recoil moving of the body uh, with every every heartbeat and this is basically uh, if if you know newton's laws there's a force and there's a counter force so if if a mass is moving down the arta with certain speed it is a force and there has to be a other force which is the counter force and it's basically the the mass of the blood in relation to the mass of the body so it's much smaller movement of the body but when we actually have accurate uh, sensors detecting we can we can see it and and basically when the blood is pumped the arta is expanding and contracting and the body continues to move downwards and upwards in repeating repeating patterns you can actually measure this both in a in a standing position for example there's a scale that when you are measuring your weight and you stay still it can actually detect the movement when you're staying really still it's a little bit better to measure on the laying position uh, it's easier to detect the movement so to summarize ballistocardiography is is a technique producing a uh, a graphical representation so we get a curve of of repetitive motions of the human body uh, arising from the sudden ejection of blood into the into the art uh, with, with its its heartbeat and it is considered as a vital sign its frequency is from 1 to 20 hertz frequency range and it can be recorded non-invasively from the surface of the body but also with the sensors in the scale under the mattress of the bed and our solution is a bed sensor so basically you slide a patch or uh, how would i describe anyway you put it under the mattress and and then 
it can detect the movement and it's super sensitive it's it's the most sensitive material in our sensor and and you, it can detect uh, the movement of the body even through quite a thick memory foam mattress so it's it's very easy to use and the sensor itself is actually self-biased and doesn't need any electricity and under the bed is the sensor and then you have a cable going on the floor and there's a small electronics device on the floor and that uses a little bit of electricity but there's no need to no need for charging there's a medical grade ac adapter that you can just plug in plug in so no charging needed the participant burden is very small and this electronical unit has wi-fi connectivity so basically the whole process of data collection processing of data creating results storing the raw data storing the analyzed variables it's automatic and autonomous and and there's no need to wear anything there's no need to turn on the device there's no need to charge so for real measuring sleep it doesn't really get any easier than that you just need one sensor place it once under the bread plug it in uh, connect with wi-fi and then it just keeps measuring without need to do do anything so um it's with the bed sensor it, it actually provides really accurate information about different stages of sleep the different stages are even with the polysomnography they are detected or defined from the movement of the body which this i didn't mention maybe but of course this device is measuring the movement of the body how much we move in the bed and then it's detecting uh, with ballistocardiography the heart rate heart rate variability and also the breathing rate and and when we have this information like i said also in polysomnography which is the gold standard of detecting sleep stages in that we are also looking the heart rate and and breathing rate and heart rate variability so it can actually detect accurately uh, light sleep uh, deep sleep and non-REM different stages of non-REM sleep so it's it's very good very easy device to measure sleep and we haven't done this yet but we hope to integrate the data of of Fibion sense and the bed sensor so basically person could be wearing the Fibion device uh, on their thigh or on their back probably most of the time uh, researchers would prefer to wear it on the thigh and basically you wake up in the morning you get out of the bed we can get a timestamp from there that what was the time of person getting out of the bed and we would then start tracking the activity sedentary behavior and physical activity from the thigh sensor and from the thigh we can get sitting we can get standing we can with our algorithms we can get also accurately different intensities of physical activity and then in in the evening the person goes to bed we can detect time when the person went to bed and then we can detect onset of sleep the actual pretty close to the actual onset of sleep and then we wouldn't use anymore the thigh uh, sensor 
during during the night because we get more accurate information from the PET sensor. So actually from sedentary behavior and physical activity measurements, we could perfectly get out the night time, which is kind of biasing the wake time measurements. And and then when integrating these two data, you'd have two very easy to use use devices which don't need charging at all and the data transmission is autonomous and automatic so you could actually really study in longitudinal settings for example that how is light activity how is moderate how is vigorous intensity activity affecting different variables of sleep do persons have for example more deep sleep if they have been less sedentary during the day and to my knowledge i haven't seen studies done well like this and this is super important information and also you could look vice versa that if the person is sleeping better are they more active and and you could kind of uh, do it without intervention but you could also also for example force participants to sleep less they would for example put the alarm clock after six hours of sleep and then you would see how it affects sedentary behavior and physical activity or you could do uh, exercise intervention that they would actually do the moderate and vigorous intensity activity for example and then you would see how it affects sleep and and yeah also you could you could study seasonal differences in in these variables so i think i think it can open new possibilities for research and and you can create new research designs participant burden is much smaller also the burden for researchers is much smaller so i think you can you can get funding easier when you actually have unique research designs which probably reveal something really interesting about sedentary behavior, physical activity, and different uh, sleep stages. So yeah, that that was quick overview of new sleep-related products from Phoebean. The the wrist-worn Phoebean Actigraphy, Phoebean Circadian, which was back-worn accelerometer, uh, in uh, that can detect uh, laying down, sitting, and and standing and activity. And then the new bed sensor, which which can actually measure very accurately sleep. And I didn't mention about the bed sensor. There is over 30 studies published done with it. There's many, many validation studies. So it is a robust technology. It it works and I will I will provide more information on it on it soon. We will launch also the website so you can you can go go and see see the product see the validation studies so if there's anyone interested learning more about these you have any any questions um you want to have some sparring <laughs> related to research designs we've been thinking of quite a bit of these what kind of possibilities there are so i'm i'm glad to have a call you can reach me at olli O-L-L-I at Vibion.com. That's my email. And I can provide you a link where you can just book time for a video call. I would be happy to have have a chat. Uh, so if you listened this far, thanks for listening our our news. And in following episodes, I will be telling about new things related to our children's concept, Fibion Kids. 
and also Fibian MeMove, which is self-reporting tool, uh, mainly designed for schools, school-based uh, settings and school-based setting, and, and also about our hospital product, which is, is for activating inpatients during hospital stay. And, and also some, some news related to our Sense device that what we have been uh, improving in its function, the integration with different algorithms and, and also there's many validation studies coming out with different age children and I think there's, there's a lack of good studies for Taiwan accelerometry with uh, children with different ages and I think there are at least four validation studies, very, very nice nice designs with different age groups. So so we will get good information from there. And, and also there's a, a new app coming, which is kind of diary locking. If you want to ask from patients, when did they go, go to bed? When did they wake up? Or for example, if you want to segment the data from work time to free time or anything like that. So it's very easy with this app to, to get the data and integrate it with, with the accelerometry data. And it, it also provides uh, information how to change the path so a little bit easier work for researchers as there is an app that shows the process so i think that's all for this episode uh, have a have a brilliant day and, and thanks for listening thanks for joining us this week on physical activity researcher podcast if you like the show make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing or following the show on twitter this podcast is made possible by listeners like you thank you for your support if you found value in the show we would really appreciate a rating on apple podcast or whichever app you're using or if you would in a real old school way simply tell a friend about the show it would be great help for us we have a fantastic lineup of guests for forthcoming episodes so be sure to tune in thank you all for your support and have a great day